Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Nicky Pockets, a.k.a. Nick Swillow. You're listening to The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the man cave, your host, Elias. Nick, welcome to the cave. Oh, man, oh, man. It's good to be in the cave, brother. How are it's you? It's a real delight. <laughs> How are you, man? What's new with you? Uh, I'm doing well, man. I got a nice beer in my hand, so uh, I guess life is good. <laughs> there you go. How's the whole quarantine treating you? Oh, man, I can't. I personally can't complain as as, um, as bad as it could be and as bad as it is for a lot of families out there. I'm just fortunate that... Uh, I'm alive, and nobody in my close family has uh, been fatally affected by it. I do know a lot of people. I got a lot of family in New York, and I uh, got family members that have actually caught the virus, and luckily they've been able to pull through it, man. So um, I'm just I'm fortunate, I guess, is the best way to put it. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You gotta just we gotta keep on grinding, like they say. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get through know, it. Just keep on living. Keep on living like old McConaughey likes to say. You know, just keep living, brother. That's all right, right, all right, all right. That's right. So, yeah, man, you've been busy lately, and uh, you recently starred on Netflix's Outer Banks, so we'll talk about that. Uh, I want the listeners to get to know a little bit more about you. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from Wilkes County, North Carolina. Oh, well, do you still live there? No, I do not. I moved out of there a few years ago. Where do you reside these days at? I'm in Atlanta these days. So how was it growing up there? Oh, it was cool. It's um, it's a relatively small county as far as population is concerned. Um, but it's actually one of the largest counties in North Carolina as far as land is concerned. So you don't run into a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It was a particular, I, I, I guess it was a, a small town experience of the United States, rural, small town. But um, I grew up running through the woods a lot, running around, getting in trouble with my friends a lot. And um, I guess, I guess, you know, you when you live in a town like that, you got to develop some form of imagination not to go blind with boredom. That's right. That's right. Do you miss those days? Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm just being a kid. <laughs> I know, man. So, like, growing up, man, like, did you know you you wanted to get into the acting world? Yeah, I mean, I've pretty much always known it, I guess. I, hell, I'd be lying to you if I told you I had any other choice, you know what I mean? I, I ain't too good at really anything in this life, and I guess, um, I guess if it wasn't acting, it'd be a con man or some shit like that. So, <laughs> I'm just fortunate right now I'm making money legally. Yeah. So was it a so like how did you know you wanted to get into it? Was it a specific movie or a TV show? Like what made you what made you well, push towards um, this? Well, when I grew up, my dad always took me to the movie theaters every weekend. Like that was our thing. So movies were always a big part of my life. Movie theater and being enamored by the vision, the visuals that we're seeing on the screen. You know, the acting, the directing, and and just the experience of being pulled away by a story so that was a big part of my life and then uh i was always a class clown i guess so i don't know you know i guess performance was just kind of um 
something that um, I was born with. I don't know. I don't know where to where to put the finger or the, the hammer on the nail, so to say. <laughs> yeah. So how did you like get started in acting? Um, I went to college for a semester, about 15 minutes, for pre-law. And um, for a little extra credit thing we were doing in the pre-law class, they needed like the freshmen out of the out of that class to help uh, do a mock trial for the seniors that were about to graduate, go to law school, and take their uh, LSAT. So they were doing a mock trial, I think, for murder, if I remember correctly. Um, and and they set up a courtroom and everything. And for extra credit, I appeared as like a, a suspect or a victim or, or something like that. And um, and we had to like practice it out a few times. And they gave me this whole story. So uh, really, without knowing what I was doing, I kind of started creating a character out of it. I don't know why. It was just uh, a school thing. So I guess I tried too hard for it. But I ended up realizing I was just acting. And I enjoyed acting more than what I was doing in school. So I dropped out like that day and uh, and then started taking acting classes. Oh, wow. Well, what was your family's reaction when you did that? Um. Well, um, I guess it was mixed emotions. I mean, it, it was really just like my mom that I needed to get the approval from, I suppose. And, and she she didn't fight it, you know. Um, she was as supportive as I suppose I could have ever hoped for because she um, she, she let it happen. And, and she didn't fight it. And, um, you know, of course she wasn't over the moon because nobody really thinks when their kid tells them they're going to go be an actor that they're going to make a living. Yeah. But, um you know what I mean? She was as supportive uh, as I could have hoped for, and she helped me with, with everything I needed her to help me with. And uh, and now, I guess, I'm not a success, but I'm not a, I'm not a complete failure. So, you know, who knows? Maybe she's proud of me at this point. <laughs> so, uh, were you taking the acting classes? Like, uh, what would you say was, like, your best experience from taking those classes? Well, man, I... Uh, the first couple of acting classes I took, I just didn't really connect with them. And uh, it could have been my fault. Or it could have been a, a couple things. I don't know. But I just didn't quite feel I was getting my money's worth um, at these classes. I first started taking when I dropped out of college. And I got really discouraged and kind of took a break for a couple months just thinking, I don't know, I guess acting's really not going to be the thing for me. And then fortunately, um, I found online a class in Winston-Salem which is called Actors Group, still up, uh, and in my opinion, it's probably one of the best classes you could take in the Southeast for acting. But uh, luckily, I found that. I got connected with the instructor, uh, Burgess Jenkins, and he just, he, he started, that was really the first time that acting started clicking for me, because I did a lot of classes where they wouldn't even let you act. You go and you do all these silly warm-ups that some dude wrote about in a method book 50 years ago that supposedly you needed to learn how to do to be an actor. So I was walking around pretending I was an animal and shaking my wrists and, and, and dancing and doing all these mouth exercises for months, and I never actually got to freaking act. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I realized these guys were kind of wasting my time. And uh, and then, like I said, I got to actors group, and immediately off the ball, you let you act. He, he gives you some stuff to do. And at that point, man, that's when I really knew. Like, when they finally just let me do a scene, it was like my first time going in and doing a scene with another partner and having a script to work with. I knew, without a doubt, like, man, I'll never get 
I'll never get any sort of energy or fun that I'm getting out of this from anywhere else. It just kind of clicked for me that this is where I needed to be. Wow. How long ago was that? I believe that was in 2017, 2016. Okay. So it's been about four years. Wow. So yeah, I believe it was October of 2016. Wow, that's good. So you, four years into this, and now you star on uh, recently starred on Netflix's Outer Banks. That's pretty good. I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I'm certainly feeling very fortunate and privileged. Uh, I feel very lucky to be on any TV show. So yeah. I can't complain. So what's been your your reaction with the whole uh, Outer Banks? The way you know it's like it's like it's trending on Netflix. It it started off really like it went from like, you know, I can't even show you my hands. It was like it was like number one at one point on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was um, I was tickled to death, man. I guess you know, um, I of course had a good hunch that the show was going to be very successful, just seeing the talent that they had on board and seeing the vision that the creators had and just reading the script, reading the script, I realized like, okay, there's, there's certainly something here. But then I try not to focus too much on, on, you know, numbers wise or metrics wise, how something that I'm in is going to go and perform afterwards because it's out of my control. Yeah. So, um, you know, I kind of tried to forget about it as, as best I could. And then it comes out and it's, huge it's a hit and for the first time in my life uh, anyone that i don't know is hitting me up on instagram to tell me that they like the show i was in so that was very different and very cool and um i don't know it, it's um it's gratifying i suppose you you go down this rabbit hole of acting and there's nothing guaranteed and, and really you don't know if you're good or you're not and you feel kind of delusional the whole pursuit of it so just to have a little bit of confirmation bias, I suppose, by some outside eyes that have seen the show and liked the show and have reached out to me, it's 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 uh, it's everything I guess that you could ever hope for and more. Yeah. So when you so when you read the script and you went in for your audition, like, did you audition for Barry right away, or was it for another role? I auditioned actually for a bunch of the other roles. I never auditioned for Barry. And it was just off of those auditions that after I wasn't the right fit for those, they just ended up uh, offering me Barry, I guess. I guess they, the whole time I was auditioning for these other roles, they just saw an unhinged crackhead dealer. So I don't know. It was what it was, but I'll take what they give me. <laughs> That's right. So uh, how would you describe Barry the drug dealer? I don't know, man. I, I guess he's, uh, you know, he is as you get. He is what you see. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to describe any one person. I suppose. Yeah. How do you like? So like. He'd be leaving something up. That's right. You know. So you know. We. You know. Like you've seen the episodes and everything. Like you know, you're a drug dealer. But like, how do you prepare for a role? Something to play a role like that. Uh well, I, I like to go a lot off of music and things like that. So I started listening to a lot of aggressive hip hop to get into uh, the character that would usually help me. And um, you know, I'd watch aggressive action movies that had similar types of themes that my character had. And I'm a big fan. Um, I think a lot of acting is just kind of thinking of your subconscious as a basket and filling it up yeah. with things that your character needs. And then just just letting that basket on, you know, just letting all those monsters out of that basket when you get on a set. So um, 
uh, yeah, I did a lot of things like that. I watched a lot, I a lot of drug movies and, you know, I have some people that I've met without my lifetime that kind of remind me of Barry throughout my life experiences. So I pull from that and people I've met. You try, I don't know, you try and pull everything you can. And it's it's all, you're stealing from all kinds of places. Yeah. It's really just stealing. You're just stealing different things from different places all over. And you put it all in your basket and whatever the hell comes out, comes out, I guess. So so you're like your character, you know, he's not like, you know, he's a dirtbag, you know, he's not nice. You know, he's a drug dealer, like you said. Easy like, now, easy now. <laughs> I don't know. He owns his own pawn shop. He's that's right. That's in the right. This is upstanding citizen. That's right. But then you see like, you know, like in your first scene, you know, uh, what's his name comes in there to get cocaine from you, Ralphie. Right. And he's like, yeah, Rafe, com- Rafe, Rafe comes in yeah, and gets right. my coke. Yeah. 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 And he, you know, he doesn't have money, but he says, and you're like, oh, I don't know. But then you, you know, you're nice about it. You're like, yeah, okay, I'll give it to you. But, you know, yeah, he, well, he's got to front me that bike because he comes in, he's asking for the front immediately. That's right. Telling him to go on somewhere. Then he offers up that dirt bike, at which point I realize I've got somebody in, in a, in a stranglehold of desperation. And as any good drug dealer, you got to take advantage of things like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Barry thinks he's doing a good business move, but uh, it, it certainly unfolds for him as the season unwinds. Yeah. So what do you like? What do you think was the biggest challenge portraying the character Barry? Um, the biggest challenge. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um. I really, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I guess the nervousness, the nerves, and that's really with any role. Um, it's just the nerves of, of feeling like you belong on the set and, and feeling like you're not really good enough. And that's something I battle with, with really anything in acting, because like I said, it is so unsecure and so, um, random it seems at times. So it's, it's really just getting in, in the mindset where I feel like I'm worthy of being there and then allowing myself to free up and, and play the character that they've hired me to play. Mm. So how is it working with the, with the cast? Oh, it's a dream come true. It, it uh, not to sound corny or whatever, but yeah, I'm sorry. My dogs are playing right now. I don't know. I'm sure you can hear that. Dogs, can you stop? Can you, can you give daddy a break? I'm sorry. That's been ruining the audio. I'm sure. <laughs> but working with the cast is in, uh, it's excellent, man. I mean, everybody, the cast is exceptional to work with. Um, they're all such great people. They're all the nicest people you could ever imagine to meet on a cast for a TV show. And uh, they deserve all of the attention they're getting right now. And then on top of that, we're working with the best set and the best team of people I've ever worked with, you know, as far as ADs go and, and, and costume and makeup and sound guys they're all so great every everybody top to bottom were so exceptional that it just felt like such a privilege to work with them i don't know i mean you you, you gotta you need faith you need confidence and yeah. like you see everybody is so good at their job on the, on the set and there's not a single uh uh there's not a single dot of an eye that's missed um it kind of lets you relax in a way and, and feel like everything's taken care of for you. And all you got to do is, is just show up and do your part. Mm. Hey, where was this film, by the way? I know it wasn't really filmed at Outer Banks. No, it was filmed in Charleston, South Carolina. All right. Because it's from the seeds, man, it's beautiful. 
Yeah, they got some great cinematography in there. Like I said, everyone behind the camera is just That's as right. good as everyone in front of it. That's right. So for your character, what was your favorite scene that you were in? <clears throat> um, I got to say probably that last scene uh, with the fight in episode 10, spoiler alert, over the uh, the Phantom with JJ and Pope and Rafe and Kiara. You know, um, it really, that it, we shot during like the peak of the heat of that day. And of course the scene only comes out to do like maybe two, three minutes, but you're shooting all day long. So that was like a 12 to five type of thing, like five hours, no less on. And then add on top of that, all the stunt time that we put into it. Mm. But it felt, I mean, growing up, I uh, played football and I wrestled. So it really, it, it, it kind of took me back to feeling like I was playing a sport almost while filming that scene. Cause it, I mean, we were all, fucking each other up, sweating, bleeding, uh, all types of things like that. So it just felt like a roughhouse time. I enjoy things like that. So that was probably the funnest thing I did on the show. Mm. So like you mentioned earlier that, you know, you went to college and you dropped out. Like barely. Barely. 15 yeah, minutes barely. and everything. And you jumped right, right into the, yeah. you know, you just, you know, you're like, you went for it and everything. Like, what do you tell some people that come up to you, you know, you, after a while, they talk to you and like, hey, you know, I want to get into the acting world. What do you tell them? Tell them don't do it. It's not worth it. <laughs> Why is I mean, that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I almost feel like an obligation to tell people that so they get the because it's really just something that if you if you really want to do it, yeah. if you're not just somebody that wants to be famous for five minutes or 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 something like that, if you if you actually have a passion for the for the art or the craft of it, yeah. Um, or for cinema, then you need to start developing that thick skin immediately. And you basically need to be able to continue on with everyone around you telling you no. Mm. So although I don't mean it, don't do it. I'm going to tell you don't do it because I'm going to be the first of many that's going to tell you don't do it. So if you can't make it past me telling you, then you, you're not going to make it in the first place. Not to sound like a, a, a drill sergeant asshole. It's just the truth. I mean, um, this, this is my uh, this is my one little shot at a TV show I've had, but I've been doing it for four years, you know. So there's been thousands of auditions where I've been told no, yeah. uh, and that's just what you got to work past. And that's probably really one of the hardest things on top of actually learning how to do it. So I, I've never been I didn't do any theater college or anything like that. So if somebody came up to me, I'd definitely tell them take some acting classes. If you're in the southeast, check out Actors Group in Winston Salem. Um, study great movies, study great actors, go watch Meryl Streep movies, go watch Brando movies, and, you know, figure out, if it's something you're passionate about, there's all types of things online that you can find. Uh, there's things like the Hollywood Reporter that does the Actors on act Actors Roundtable, where you can literally hear, for every year, the Oscar-nominated actors kind of talk about the process. So it, if you listen to things like that and these interviews from the past of other great actors, or directors, what they're looking for in an actor when they're trying to hire someone. There's all this information that actors didn't have prior to the internet. So you really do have a, a jump ahead. Mm -hmm. So if it's something you're into, go look it up. Get into it. Find mm -hmm. some places nearby. Stay patient, stay obsessed, and stay focused. Mm -hmm. You mentioned auditioning, man. How do you handle that? Because, you know, sometimes you go in there, you audition, and you, you know, you don't hear something. If you don't get it, you don't even hear that you don't get it back. They just yeah. shut you down. Yeah, pretty much, and that's just the business. I mean, you go in, 
it's like um and, and these are things you got to be real with yourself you gotta you gotta be honest with yourself um you're not going into an audition and everyone's going to be your friend you're going into an audition right. for them to examine you and see if you're right for a particular role and i try to i know everyone says it's a business whatever i try to avoid that mindset because i think it at the very least that dehumanizes myself and I'm not interested in being somebody that approaches anything in life as it's a business type of deal and uh, cutthroat, whatever, fuck you. It's a business. I just don't think that humans uh, benefit from acting like that, but also don't be naive because that is about how 90% of the people or more that you're going to come across is going to treat you. Mm. And um, you just got to be ready for it. Have you ever gone in there and like, you think you did well or, or like, or, you know, or like you just leave after that and you're like, man, I should have did it this way. I should have done it that way. Oh, I mean, there's, I've never left an audition without like slapping my steering wheel on the ride home and yeah. like hitting myself in the forehead without being like, you should have done this, you idiot. You should have done that. I mean, that's just, that's, but that's probably how a lot of people feel when they leave a regular job interview. You know, we're all creatures that we think of the best lines to say on the ride home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not in the moment. And uh, we all wish we were the in-the-moment people. But that's not really possible, I guess. You know, we're not all that guy. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you, man, for 2020? I don't know. I guess I'm going to just keep on drinking beer in my apartment until the government lets me out of this corona uh, quarantine. And uh, that's really all I got up on my sleeve. <laughs> There you go, man. There you go. So, uh, how can the listeners uh, find you on social media? Well, uh, if they wanted to keep up with me for some reason, I guess they could find me on Instagram, and um, that would be uh, let's see, uh, my name is uh, Nick, and then one of those little underscore lines, and then V. And then another one of those little underscore lines, followed by my last name, Cirillo, which is C-I-R-I-L-L-O. And uh, and that's how you'd be able to keep up with me. There you go, man. There you go. Nick, this was fun. Thank you for coming on. Hey, man, I really appreciate you uh, letting me come on here and uh, scrabble on a little bit with some nonsense out of my mouth. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.